two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Good. I was almost going to do a uh, Ultimate Warrior campaign speech, but I opted against it because it's not going to be any good, and it's just going to be loud. It's just going to be obnoxious, and we're better than that. God damn it. Yeah, true. I, I will. Maybe, or maybe you know, we've given this representative democracy thing like we've given that a good turn for a while but so what if we go back to like tribal chiefdom and just the one who can run this obstacle course and then uh fight with uh uh giant poles with um uh like pillows on the end and like knock each other off a off a tower what if we what if that's how we like have our governance i think it would definitely kind of like flush out the old white guy aspect See, see, like everyone's going on about like, oh, now it's her turn. It's like, well, if she can, yeah, if she can run through the eliminator, you're probably damn right. Yeah. <laughs> can you run the salmon ladder like Kobayashi did? I don't think so. You're no Nakota Nagano there, Hillary. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. I bet AOC maybe... could do it though. She'd rock that shit. Yeah. No. I well. Yeah. She. Uh, or or she just like dazzle everybody. With her pearly whites, and be like, ah, and then she wants to just like bashes them off the, <laughs> off the cage or whatever. <laughs> See, that's it. Like Magus should have been make America gladiators again. Holy that shit! Been, yes, that or just amazing. make American gladiators again oh. as in yeah, like exactly. re- <laughs> reboot the series, <laughs> which I think they did with Hulk Hogan like three or actually like, yeah 10 years they, ago. Yeah, I, I want to say like back to the Hulkster already. Wow, that was that was fast. Yeah, it just all comes, all comes, just when in doubt, go back to the Hulkster. <laughs> uh, or when, when el- when, when also in doubt, um, you can all, you can also always come back to the Two Wizards podcast. And here we are, welcome once again. Oh, what is sure to be an instant classic, and um, you don't even have to play slam ball. Like you can if you want to, but yeah, that's. That's that's fine. Um, but anyway, I'm I'm Josh and I'm a wizard. And I'm Mark and I am the ultimate champion. I beat down Siren. I beat down Ice. Yeah. And now here I stand triumphant atop the mountain. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, and yeah, we've just been I don't know continuing our summer of wizardry. Um, just kind of picking up whatever topics we want to talk about well and, and actually um uh maybe uh maybe a bit of uh old business before we go on to what's in our wizards uh, chalices um yes. continuing continuing from our previous episode on home brewing uh i was able to uh spend some time this weekend and uh, uh break out the old propane burner and get my brew kettle and so i i was able to put together my uh homebrew kit and that's very happily bubbling away um, down in the basement, and, Very nice. uh, and and yeah, it is. It's just it's a lot of at least in my experiences uh, doing the homebrew. Yeah, it's a lot of like sort of hurry up and wait. Like things get really intense for like ten or fifteen minutes. You got to do a lot of stuff, and then you just kind of sit back and let it boil for an hour, and then you like have another like five or ten minutes of intensity, 
and then you just put it in the fermenter and then wait a week or two um and and it was it's just you know like like break out the old uh camping chairs get a nice uh icy beverage and sit out in the backyard and do this homebrew thing and yeah just as i was sitting out there i was just telling myself like god damn josh you gotta do this more often gotta do this more often yeah, there's there's a reason why you started doing this in the first place, and it's delightful. Yeah, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, and and I know I checked in with you, and no no pressure or anything like that. But you are you are uh, you are like imminently. You're like you're nearing the cusp of of doing your yeah. Like, like as of tomorrow right? morning, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Oh man, I've got my jugs of water ready. I'm really yeah. nervous that I'm gonna screw it up, but <laughs> no, like basically. Um, so so my other home brewing. Uh, like arch arch wizard, I guess. Uh, Lucas, um, the, the one I was telling you about. Like, yeah, he's his whole thing is like, look, just like, just just make sure that everything is sanitized. Like, the sanitizer is cheap insurance, mm-hmm. and then like, no matter what, like, no, no matter what happens, it'll it'll come out drinkable. It, it may not taste the best, but it's not like you're gonna uh, create John Carpenter's The Blob or anything. Like, no, it's just like. Hmm. Maybe this is maybe this is a little vinegary. Uh, but nothing a little lemonade can't can't even out. <laughs> and just make some lemonade in. So, well, I'm I'm very excited to uh, to to see and hear about your progress. Um, and in fact, on our on our Twitter at uh, Two Wizards Pod Scene One, I I put up a a couple pictures because I didn't want to like completely spam the entire process. But no, like. Put up a couple pictures, getting it all going, and uh, we get to see some cameos from the Quincy boy as well as the Mrs. Wizard. They both helped out quite a bit, and uh, and yeah, it's just it's it's just delightful. It is. Right on. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm like I say, I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous, but it's fine. I'll be fine. It's, it's all gonna yeah. be fine. Yeah, it's, it's just fine. whatever the recipe, whatever the instructions say, can't go can't go wrong with. Well, and and it also sounds like you're. Yeah, even like pre-planning ahead of time, like okay, have some water. Is is one of your water jugs um, in the fridge? It will be as of tonight. Okay, just yeah. just because like I um, like I think I mentioned one of the steps is so you boil the amount and and then you uh, cool it to to add the yeast. Yeah. And yeah, the very first time, the very first time um, that the Mrs. Wizard and I did our home brew. And we didn't have this wort chiller thing. We didn't have this special piece of equipment that really... Uh, and it's basically just like a copper, like a spiral of copper tubing that you run mm-hmm. water through. And then the water extracts the, all the heat, all, all the latent heat from the brew. Yeah. Um, yeah, like sitting in our bathtub. Well, we weren't sitting in the bathtub, but we had our brew kettle in the bathtub filled with ice water, which had already melted. And I was oh, like, shit. okay, I can, I can run to Safeway and buy another... 20 gallon or not not uh, uh, a 20 pound bag of ice and like that that son of a bitch didn't come down to temperature until like midnight and we were just tired and cranky we were like why did we agree to do this (laughs) but like that was with a five gallon batch so you should be fine with the one gallon just you'll be fine with that okay um, yeah it'll be good and i'm also kind of curious too if um uh because what the the kit that I had for five gallon, I actually only in the boil, I only used about uh, like half the water. Oh, really? And then and then the other water, uh, I kept in the uh, refrigerator just to so and then added it later to and that also helped um, drop the temp quite a bit too. So I don't know if that's what your 
uh, outfit encourages or recommends also or, or if it's just like hey, it's just one gallon it's it, it's nothing but um, it kind of seems like it's real non yeah kind of just like yeah, yeah it's fine it's one gallon you'll be fine okay yeah well, well cool well i'm i am very excited to see to see how that goes and uh it, well and this is uh i think you even picked a, a kit that's different than some of the ones that i've used uh so yeah maybe i'll have to if it, if it gets a good recommendation from you maybe i'll have to look into that company some more so yeah, I, I kind of I was looking over your you sent me that list of recommendations and I was like, well, mm-hmm. I like Irish Reds, but not so much that if I fuck it up permanently that I can never drink one again. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I guess that's the uh, so yeah, you you have like a like an Irish red ale and I kind of went back and forth. I, I was going to do a brown ale for mine, um, but I was telling myself like, ah, maybe I'll wait. Maybe I'll wait until winter, like closer to winter time. And I'll do that brown ale. So I ended up doing a. Um, I, th- I think it was a Sierra Nevada clone. It was oh. called S- Sierra Madre. So okay. it's a it's a pale ale. It's not an IPA. I didn't do an IPA. But uh, <laughs> I think we it. talked about how funny it would have been if yeah. <laughs> we both just did IPAs in spite of bitching about IPAs <laughs> yeah. for the last year. <laughs> yeah. That, that, so who knows? Maybe maybe in the future, April Fools is coming up. Not really, but we could say that. But uh, oh yeah, that'd but, be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, that might be kind of fun. Re- revisit that. But uh, I guess speaking of other beverages in our regular um, uh, segment here, what do we have in our wizards' chalices, Mark? Well, um, tonight to theme with our topic, I asked you to pick something that would make it bloody, mm. like a bloody drink, like a bloody mary or a, a red snapper, or there's others. But yeah. Right. Just, right. yeah. I don't know why you got to call it fancy names if you switch the booze, but just, hey, it's fine. Yeah, it is. Just everyone wanting to put their little spin on it. And like, oh, we're doing a... Well, yeah, and especially for the Red Snapper, because isn't that with gin, right? Well, funnily enough, that is what I have in my Wizard's Goblet tonight as a Red Snapper. Oh, perfect. Well, because I've also heard that one called a Bloody Margaret. <laughs> oh, okay. Which I also think is kind of funny, but... um. Well, yeah, and then so, uh, yeah, and I have, I have uh, with me just, uh, I, I guess a run of the mill, your regular old uh, Bloody Mary. And I was thinking about doing a Bloody Maria with uh, tequila, but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't want to get too fancy with it. Um, well, and didn't we also, on one of our food episodes, we spent a little time talking about Bloody Marys, right? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, definitely, we talked about it in our, I want to say in our travel episode, but. Yeah, it no, was, food. It was, it was food. It was food. Yeah, I, th- I think it was the first one. Because uh, we were talking yeah, about first... breakfast liqueurs. Yeah, that, that's right. And so um, what sort of – did you have any extra things like, like, like veggies or um, like, a, like, a, like a hamburger slider? Do you have anything in your, <laughs> in your well, uh, red snapper? Well, so real quick, the uh, recipe calls for – uh, one can of tomato juice, two ounces of dry gin, two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice, two teaspoons of hot pepper sauce, two teaspoons of Worcestershire sauce, one half tablespoon teaspoon sorry teaspoon brine f- from an olive jar, one pinch hot chili powder, one pinch garlic powder, one pinch cumin, one quarter teaspoon celery salt, one quarter teaspoon freshly brown ground black pepper, one quarter teaspoon prepared horseradish, one celery stalk, one small dill pickle, two stuffed green olives, one lemon wedge. And what I have in mind is gin over ice cubes with tomato juice and Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. Because ain't nobody got fucking time for that. Right, yeah. Need 
a baker's dozen of ingredients. Yeah, exactly. Holy well, shit, even... that's my entire fucking pantry of spices. Like, I'm amazed <laughs> it didn't call for garlic salt. I'm amazed yeah. it didn't call for poultry seasoning. Like, fucking A. <laughs> yeah. I Which get I it. Even... You're trying to be fun and creative, but oh my God, all recipes yeah. take it back about 10%. Well, and... <sighs> Do you really want to be the asshole, too, that orders a red snapper at, you know, like a brunch or something, and you take a little sip and be like, you know, I'm not really getting any celery salt in here, so can you just take this back and have them make me a, another one? Like, really, you're going to overcomplicate it that much. Just, yeah, so that gin, tomato juice, and um, uh, lemon, that's what you said? I don't have any lemon in mind. No, it's it's literally oh. gin. It's just a bloody mary, but in lieu of vodka, it's gin. Oh, okay, right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, um, did you like put any celery or uh, no. put some other? I I have like salt that? and pepper on deck to garnish with, but okay, outside of okay. that. And then I also I wanted to get really weird tonight because I'm just feeling fucking squirrely, Josh. I don't know why. <laughs> But yeah. I was going to just, like, bitch out and do just a red beer, like, you know, PBR and uh, mm -hmm. tomato juice. But instead of that, I have on deck a uh, Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA that I'm going to mix with tomato juice. Oh, And nice. I am almost a thousand percent sure it's a terrible idea, but I don't care. Because, like I said, I'm really squirrely tonight. Feel, I don't know yeah, why. just feeling squirrely. No, that, I, I, I want to get dumb tonight, and I think that's how we're going to get dumb, is me getting squirrely as shit, so... Well, I I'm on board with that, and uh, and yes, I um I I just was able to find some mix, so I have just vodka in this mix, and um I I went a little crazy with adding some of my stuff. So I have a I have a, a celery, I uh, got a got a, a pickle spear in there, um, and as I've mentioned before on on several episodes, I I love olives, so. So, like, I think this recipe is, like, one part vodka, three parts mix, um, three part olives. I just destroyed <laughs> this this nice. Bloody Mary with olives. Um, and then, I so I was, again, you know, kind of thinking about social and all that. Uh, snapping a couple of pictures that we'll put on the Twitter afterwards. And then I realized, oh, wait a sec. Um, we, had, we had frozen pizza for dinner. And there's a couple of slices left. And so oh, I'm, no. and so I'm just texting this to you now, that uh, yeah, oh, son no. of a bitch, found a found a way to jam a slice of pizza in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit, that's and, awesome. Yep, yeah, I did it, and not gonna apologize. I put a goddamn slice of pizza in my mason jar Bloody Mary, and you did it. You crazy son hate. of a bitch, you did it. <laughs> Insert Jurassic Park music. <laughs> Everyone asked whether they could do it, but whether or not he should. <laughs> so I guess uh, Jeff Goldblum, here's here's looking at you, uh, and also to you, Mark, as I yeah. try to mangle a, a drink out of this. But uh, uh, ch cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Okay, well, first I have to take a bite of the pizza. Yes. <laughs> Soggy, soggy pizza. Yeah, super soggy pizza, but yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, good. And, so, um, like, how long do you wait to eat the shit around it? Well, I um, like, do you have like, so you're gonna take like four drinks, and then it's time to get into the celery, and you're gonna take six drinks, and then oh, all right, now time for an olive. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of something like that. I don't. Um, yeah, I I just like to I guess be surprised. <laughs> so like if I take a drink and oh hey here's a bit of olive or or whatever I'll, I'll just, I don't necessarily actively hunt out um, all all the pieces unless you know you're right at the end and it's just whatever's left of the ice cubes and then super watery bloody mary. Um, but um, but yeah, I I'm also a fan of just you know doing the whole using the uh, celery as a as a straw or a stirrer and just kind of going like that. So uh, so so yeah, I guess just if there's any sort of odd munching or crunching along the way, that that's that's just me. It's fine. Um, but yet I also feel that that may be oddly appropriate for our night's topic if we're having all these bloody beverages and weird like gnashing of teeth and smacking of lips and yeah uh, crunching so 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 mark what and and this is one that you you prepared what do you have in store for us tonight well i wanted to get a little bit weird it's been a long time since we've done like an honest to god cryptid we talked Mm -hmm. about fishmen but come on not really no one's like seeing fishmen in in 2021 (laughs) uh we talked about mermaids too but again we kind of just decided that that was all a bunch of shit but tonight, Josh, I have an actual cryptid case story, whatever you want to call it, that is maybe kind of partially a little bit real. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the Vampire Beast of Bladenboro. Insert scary thunder sounds. <laughs> Which, like, first and foremost, what a great name for the cryptid. Like... Oh, yeah. I don't know if, um... I don't know if a person could, like, manufacture one better than that. The Vampire Beast of Blatonboro? Yes. That's also, boy, that's weird phrasing from you. Do you know about this case? No. No. All right. All right. (laughs) Oh, God damn. There we go already. You're already. Oh, maybe. We don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Vampire Beast. Wow. All right. Good start, Mark. Vampire Beast of Bladenboro, uh, what follows is all true, but it's also the story of Jaws, like as in the Steven Spielberg movie and mm. the uh, Peter Benchley novel Jaws, but 20 right. years before Jaws happened. Mm. So we're going to start with on a winter's night on, in Dece- on December 29th, 1959, a resident of Bladenboro, North Carolina heard their dogs raising hell. There were panicking, there was something going on. The person goes out to investigate, and they see a large cat-like thing just kind of on the edge of darkness, and then it melts into the shadow. Spooky. Mm. Ooh. Spooky, spooky. For, again, first, like, we see the shark's fin in the water, right? Yeah. Think of Jaws uh, this whole time, because... <laughs> Cut to uh, New Year's Day, two years... Or, wow, two days later on New Year's Eve. Police chief, not unlike Jaws, ha ha ha, Ray Forey, <laughs> uh, went to the farm... Of a local man named Woody Storm, which is also my new stripper's name. That is awesome. Woody what Storm is Storm? Is awesome. He <laughs> went there awesome to investigate name. the killing of two of Woody's dogs. Also, um, listeners, this is going to be one of those fun episodes where we get really, really gross and violent. And I'm sorry, but it's it's weirdly important to the narrative of the story. Okay. In okay. its uniqueness. I'm not going to be gross about it, but, you know, just there's certain yeah. things that we got to mention. So heads up, right. guys. Right, right, right. Just, a, yeah. just an FYI. Just an FYI. So according to uh, Woody Storm's son, Johnny Voss, which, fucking these names already. <laughs> yeah. Ray Forey, Woody Storm, Johnny Voss, here Johnny we go. Voss. <laughs> this truly is like 
a song that hobos would sing to each other on the rail cards. It <laughs> this really is, awesome. is. It's it's <laughs> it's trippy as shit. Like, yeah, no, I love it. Oh, I love it. So uh, Johnny Voss reported, my dogs put up a good fight. There was blood all over the porch, big puddles of it, and there was a pool of saliva on the porch. It killed one dog at 10.30 and left it laying there. My dad wrapped up the dog in a blanket. That thing came back and got that dog, and nobody's seen the dog since. At 1.30 in the morning, it came back and killed the other dog and took it off. We found it three days later in the hedgerow. The top of the dog's head was torn off, and its body was crushed and wet like it had been in that thing's mouth. The other dog's jaw head was torn off. So these dogs Whoa. got fucked up. And I they, don't... Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I'm speculating here. They don't talk about what type of dog... Any of these killings, they don't t- talk about the breed of dog. But I gotta mm-hmm. assume you're in North Carolina in the 50s. You're probably more than likely yeah. some type of lab, retriever, coonhound mix. And so I did a little bit of math. And uh, labs... So assuming that this dog is a medium size or medium to large size dog, I went off with a Labrador. Um, mm-hmm. They have about six pounds of blood or three quarters gallons of blood inside of them. Just for context, when he talks about these big pools of blood, because I think it's kind of important to note, like if you see a little bit of blood, you I think you kind of tend to exaggerate it, like in your mind. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. so he's reporting both of these dogs were drained of blood. That's oh man. It's kind of weird. Well, well, and having, yeah, again, not to get too squeamish or gross, but um, I mean, I myself, I just made a five-gallon batch of beer. So yeah. on top, like, so one extra gallon, and that's how much blood could be. Yeah, just, ooh, boy, that's... Yeah. <laughs> um, so on New Year's Day, uh, there were two more dogs found on a different farm. Uh, DJ... Okay. So a guy named D.G. Pate reported seeing from the gas station where he worked, seeing a large creature pulling a dog into the sw- into the lake, the woods bordering the swamp. Holy cow. Yeah. Also on January 2nd, uh, another farmer reported two more of his dogs found, uh, two more of his dogs killed. The autopsy found that one of the dog's jaws, or, or try it again, its jaw was smashed back up into its skull and it was totally bl- drained of blood. Holy Holy cow. It's weird. It's really weird how this thing at least kills things if it, they keep, like, ripping the jaws apart. Because... Yeah. It's it's real It's real weird. That is... Tr- yeah, truly, that is that is really weird. That's just weird, weird, weird. Chief Foray, he's, he gets he starts becoming swamped with reports. All of these reports all kind of say the exact same thing, just varying differently here from here to there. It's a large animal. It looks like a bear or a panther. It's about three feet long and 20 inches tall. Some of them have a long tail. Some of them have a cat's face. Hmm. And they all put it in about the 150-pound region, which it's... That's a buff little fucking thing to be three feet tall and 20 yeah. inches high at the shoulder. Like, Yeah, that's... I don't, and obviously, it's eyewitness accounts of something that somebody heard somebody else say, and it's a small town, and word travels fast in the small town. So right. even if they right. think they were seeing something, they're gonna pull up this amalgamation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but but still, all all the same. That's a. Oof. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gross looking, and it, it's funny. You, I watched uh, spoilers. I watched the Monster Quest documentary for the or not documentary, the episode for it, and they make this super like just rip to shit bobcat, like as <laughs> yeah. they're like that's what they're like making you think the beast is. It's like okay, but. 
okay, fine. <laughs> but I I don't know a cat's face, long tail, it's it's weird. Yeah, yeah. On January fifth, the beast decided to knock it up a notch, and it decided to hunt the most dangerous game. That's right, Josh. It went after a human. Oh no! Oh no! Human. So, Human! Harvest the lower horn! <laughs> that never gets old. It never will. It, the day it does, take me out back and shoot me because I'm not a person yeah. anymore. It's, it's over, babe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> so remember this is winter, so I say that this is in the early evening noon region. Bigger, the sun starts setting about, you know, what, 4 o'clock. Especially this being, this is January 5th, so the sun's getting real low real fast. But uh, a Mrs. C.E. Kinlaw reported being chased by the beast. She said, or she reported hearing her dogs barking in the yard. And this one's weird because Kinlaw's occurrence was in a residential area instead of, like, on a farm. Okay. So we're in, like, a neighborhood now. And she reported the beast attack, trying to trying to get at her dogs, and then it saw her and charged her. But apparently, her shrieking was so bad the beast noped the fuck out. Oh, okay, okay. So okay, maybe it's not that big and bad. I, maybe. But now something has to be done because you have an attack on a human. And what happens, Josh? That's right. You call up the shark hunters. You queue up all the boats. We're going to get real fucking drunk. We're going to get our torches and pitchforks and our rifles. We're going to practice real good gun safety, but really not really because it's the middle of the fucking night in December. We're all fucking horned up and drunk right next. And 500 hunters came to town within the next evening. 500 hunters. I guess word word travels fast if you're going to... <laughs> got this thing. Holy cow. But I got to imagine this sweet fucking phone tree party line scene yeah. of, did you hear what happened to Kinlaw? Oh, I did. The beast attacked her. And then they just phone tree down yeah. and it's just ringing and get <laughs> operator. Get me 2147. Oh, yeah. Kinlaw got attacked. Let's go get that fucking monster. I don't know why I'm from this part of the country, but I am. Ha ha. <laughs> roaring 20s. Who's scout? Let's go. But fucking A, like that word traveled fast. Yeah, that's oh my god, that's wild. And, and I flash back to our um, uh, giant snakes episode, and like yeah. those dudes, like were barely. And granted, that was in like the the eighteen hundreds, but those dudes like barely able were able to get like a dozen dudes. Yeah, um, and they got five hundred <laughs> hunters, Josh. Five hundred. That's so crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> they they took to the swamps of Bladenboro and hunted for the beast. And up until now, there had been, like, maybe a couple, like, we looked, we tried to find something, but we didn't. Um, yeah. Even even the police chief, Forey, uh, he, he, took a, he, took his do- he took his own, like, hunting hounds out and looked for the thing. And he reported oh, wow. finding some tracks, but he said they were the size of a silver dollar. Mm. And they had deep claw impressions. And in a minute, we'll talk about why that fucks up everything. But, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. But so the word did travel fast, and it traveled even faster when the local, when the mayor of Bladenboro, Woodrow Fussell, decided to notify the uh, newspapers that there was a fucking monster in Bladenboro. Oh, God. So on the night of January 6th, 800 hunters came out. (laughs) What? 
like I get it. There, there's there's maybe not a whole lot to do. <laughs> I I I understand that. Um, but just come on, guys. You can't. You don't have like a bowling league or, you know, go work at the soup kitchen at Society Hall. Like that's that's what you're doing. You're just sitting around waiting for some cryptid to chase after a woman. It's like, all right, boys, now it's time. And then they just. <laughs> I, I even want to have this really cool montage in my head. And it's like a cut, like the word starts to get out. And we've had the phone yeah. tree the night before or whatever, but now it's getting even worse. And so, like, there's like the the the, the greasers and the and the uh, what do you call it the the auto shop, and they're like, oh, let's go, let's go, yeah. let's go get this guy. They're they're ready to get it, baby. They're gonna go get him. And then like somehow the clan hears about it, so the clan shows up too. Because yeah. hey, it's fucking North Carolina. Let's call it. The clan's gonna be having a meeting. It's yeah, it's, it's true. It's gonna fucking. But they show up too, and it's funny that they're there. Cause it's like, oh, hey, what's what's going on, guys? Clam, is yeah. that you? No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but you get eight hundred fucking hunters, and here's where we sweeten the pot too. Cause with the shark hunting jaws, remember the chumming the water scene? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Fori decides that he's got the best idea. This thing is exclusively preying on dogs. So what are we gonna do? That's why we're gonna bait it with dogs. We're going to get 800 drunk sons of bitches. I don't know if they're drunk or not. I'm assuming they're drunk. This is 1954. Oh, yeah. They've got nothing better to fucking do. Like, I, 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 I think that's one of the safest assumptions. that. Holy shit. If this say. happened right now, if we got to get us up into a beast hunt in Alamosa, Colorado, I'd like see it on my Twitter because I follow Alamosa PD. And I'm just like, oh my God, I will be there in 30. Josh, cancel yeah, this recording. Is Carnegie and somebody get me a fifth of peppermint schnapps. <laughs> Jagem and small schnapps. <laughs> when I go out cryptid hunting, I only drink the finest peppermint schnapps. Glowaka's <laughs> <laughs> pale ale. <laughs> Guaranteed to make her screech. <laughs> Howdy You thought you heard some Alabama howlers before. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, you good. are right. This is we're just we're just feeling squirrely. There's a there's a whole lot of squirreliness going on, and I'm and I love it. <laughs> to, to to quote Jim Henson's Muppet Christmas Carol, "There's magic in the air now." <laughs> Oh man, I don't know about red snappers. Maybe they're these maybe, are dangerous magic. It. Yeah, maybe that's the that's the untapped uh, potential of the red snapper. Man, just With, to imagine if you added all the other like shit that the recipe called for, you'd be probably, seeing around corners. Just be fucking choking on spice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the spice melange. <laughs> Knock it okay, up any, a notch. Anyway, sorry, I've got sorry. Red Robin seasoning sauce. Bam. Bam. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Now, anyway. Now we're 800 up to eight hundred. We're up to eight hundred people. Sheriff is gonna bait the fucking beast with hounds. With 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 dogs. Oh with dogs. God. And I also like to think like they're trying to round up like this. You know, there's that fucking dog Bowser that just like always shits in your yard, and he's like, "Get that fucking Bowser in my yeah. office right now." 
Yeah, just runs up. Roo, 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 roo. <laughs> and it's like, God damn it, you've chewed my slippers for the last time. <laughs> Why are you taking Fifi? Why? Why? Ah, oh, we gotta hunt the beast, woman. Give it to me. So they're gonna bait it with dogs, torches and pitchforks, fucking monster hunt, and then Foray comes with senses and calls off the hunt for in the sake of public safety. Because eight hundred yeah. people knocking around in the woods is not a safe fucking thing to do at day or at night. Correct, correct. Much less with a bunch of like um, wound up dogs with a bunch of moonshine coursing through their veins. Yeah, it's just I'm 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 glad to hear that cooler heads prevailed. So he also received a fair amount of criticism for, criticism from the local uh, uh, SPC or what is it Society for the Prevention SPCA, right? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 From the yeah, local the SPCA. For the of cruelty to animals. Yeah. Yeah, he received a fair amount of criticism from them because apparently using live dogs to bait an unknown beast is cruel. Is I say upon. they lack vision. I don't know. <laughs> it's frowned upon in this, in this jurisdiction. You, you can't bait beasts with dogs. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so we have the hunt called off, but then the next day on the 7th, Somewhere between 800 and 1,000 hunters show up. We don't have an actual number, but the upper limit is 1,000 people showed up. Just, oh my god. Like, I I almost can't get mad at this point. I I just was like, alright, if this is... If this is the way you're going to play your hand, then just just own it. (laughs) I guess. Just own it, right? Like, it's fine. Yeah, that's... Wow. I, how many fucking people stormed the Capitol? Like, yeah, it wasn't a no, thousand. Yeah, truly, truly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't know why I'm splitting hairs about that, but like, shit. We <laughs> talk about that being a big fucking deal, but like, it's a th- at least eight hundred to upwards of a thousand. Like, yeah, that's just. <laughs> oh my god. They all just decided, fuck it. We're gonna go to Bladenboro and we're gonna find this goddamn beast. <laughs> it's. We talked about it on a lumberjack in the Fearsome Critters episode about I just want to live in that age of innocence. I want to go up for a beast posse roundup, Josh. God damn yeah. it. Just, just. Let me hunt the giant snake. Let me hunt the Bigfoot. Let me put the Mopinguari in the fucking, like, sleeper. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, fully 5% of the state of North Carolina shows up. Five percent. Like, I, I didn't bother to look up like the census statistics for 1953 yeah. North Carolina, but it doesn't matter. A thousand people is still matter. a thousand people, no matter when it is. Like, <laughs> so nothing happens. They don't find anything, and the town starts getting discouraged, and the dogs quit showing up dead. Well, fuck. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that? Well, not much of anything, until. On January 13th, a local farmer named Luther Davis found a bobcat with his leg stuck in a trap, in a, in a leg hole trap. Oh, he shot it in the head, he brought it to Russell, or to Woodrow Fussell, and, and who then declared that, well, the terror's fucking over, because he shot this cat. <laughs> and real quick, I'm going to send you a picture of the alleged beast of Bladenboro. 
And you okay. can just, we're just gonna get your unhindered, or yeah, unhindered, my, whatever you want to call that, your... Yeah, my, my, uh, free of, uh, my unfiltered, unadulterated first, first impression, first glance. First glance. Mind you, this thing has taken down at this point, like, 13 dogs or some shit. <laughs> so just keep that in mind as you pull this picture open. <laughs> It's just... <laughs> That's like a stuffed animal. It's that, but it's also just a little kitty cat. Like I know. It's just a little... Just a little guy. It's like a, it's like a overgrown ocelot. That's all it is. That's all it is. Just a little fucking guy. Like... <laughs> And there's no fucking way that that thing is 150 pounds, three feet long, or even 20 inches at the shoulder. Yeah, not even anywhere close to those measurements. So once again, we get our jaws parallel, where, haha, they killed the wrong beast, Josh. <laughs> oh no. Maybe. We don't Maybe. know. I, I just, I just, I just don't know what to think about anything anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you tell me there's a vampire beast, now you're telling me there's not. <laughs> you're showing me this cute, cuddly jaguar that just ended up on the wrong side of town that one time. Just just what? Just what? Just what do you want from me, North Carolina? What do you want from me? What? <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> I'm... Well, it's 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 not over though. Okay. okay. Because a, a couple days later, uh, there was reports of another beast that they then said looked like a large dog. Okay. And it killed a couple dogs. But then it all fizzled out until, until Josh, until two thousand and seven. Okay. And this is where we break it. A, part three and i didn't name part one or part two but this is part three the beast is back baby <laughs> you can't keep a good vampire beast down i guess can't keep a good vampire beast down i'd stake my claim on that one <laughs> but before we get there let's stop this one and yeah yeah i think that's i think that's good Hi, I'm Billy D. Williams. Let me tell you the malt liquor I drink when I'm cryptid hunted. <laughs> oh man, I I I bet. Uh, yeah, the good people of. Um, uh, uh, but Baden, I I always get the name wrong. Baden Badenborough. Bladenborough. 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 I bet they could have used, um, you know, like. A little knowledge, because because knowledge is is half the battle. <laughs> and now you know, knowledge is half the battle. Da, da, da. <laughs> oh man! Well, well and, and these uh, I'm I'm about because uh, I because I pour I pour myself a big boy, uh, so I'm I'm fittingly I think about halfway through, and uh, yeah, still have a metric pound of olives uh waiting for me at the bottom of my mason jar here so <laughs> and i uh 
I refilled my wizard's chalice, goblet, whatever we call it, because I can never get it straight. Uh, and it now I have a, a Voodoo Ranger Red. Oh, which oh is right. A, a Voodoo Ranger Imperial Pale Ale with tomato juice in it. I garnish with salt and pepper. So, uh, Josh, uh, here's looking at you, kid. Here we go. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not bad. Okay. Okay, good. There's a weird, like... You know how IPA fruit tastes kind of rotten? Yeah, yeah. You can taste that, like, kind of rotten flavor, and there's that. But then there's, like, the fresh kind of taste with the tomato juice, and so it mm. kind of balances itself out, and it's not really that bad at all. Okay, cool. I mean, I... I... Yeah, fucking it. Uh, the... It's a little sweet. It's got a weird sweet tang that I don't like, oh, okay. but... Okay. Well, I, that's me. I don't like sweet. But. Yeah. Well, the uh, the Mrs. Wizard she likes both IPAs um, and and tomatoes, like all things tomatoes. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to pass that along to her and see if yeah. see if she see what she thinks about it. But um, hmm. is this the next great white buffalo? <laughs> is this the great bloody buffalo? The great bloody I'm hashtagging buffalo. it now. <laughs> Trademark and not have hashtag it and trademark and I own this. Yeah, Fine. yeah. New Belgium, you can pay us royalties. Thank you very much. Bam bam. <laughs> Two wizards. Two wizards. Bam bam. Just when you thought we went away because you killed a bobcat, we were only lying in wait for decades and decades to come back <laughs> stronger than ever before. <laughs> Maybe it did, maybe it didn't, and here's where it gets weird. I mentioned before that I watched the Monster Quest um, episode of this. Mm-hmm. And you know Monster Quest, you know it, you love it. It's the History Channel sort of documentary series. That It's weird. It's real, real weird because in 2007, Monster Quest via History Channel were the first ones to come up with actual definitive video evidence of a live giant squid. Mm-hmm. Right. That They were the first ones to like actually break that and like... They found a thing they were trying to find. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that, like, swelled their heads or something or not. Because then you get to this point, and it's just too fucking weird. Mm. So they their presentation of it is that there's a thing that's ranging from Bladenboro up into Lexington, which is, like, 200 miles, I think? 60 miles. No, 60 miles away mm. from Bladenboro. Which, fine, whatever. That's It's not that bad. It's 60 miles. That's that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so, um, in 2007, it... And I really... I, I should have taken better notes, but I didn't. So this is just kind of how I remember the fucking episode. Yeah. yeah the yeah, uh, investigation good. focuses around an event that occurred in 2006 when a woman walked out to find 60 of her goats dead with their throats slashed. Whoa. And according to Monster Quest and this woman, all of these goats had been completely drained of blood. Yeah. But then at the same time, on another farm, like two towns over, another, I think it was like 30-something goats, same deal. Throat slash, no blood. That's, that's crazy. And it's real fucking weird because they do the, like, before, the, the 1950s version of this, it, like, smashed the skulls and really fucked up, like, the jaw into the skull, you mm-hmm. know? Right, right. But then this one is, like, slashing necks and... Mm, yeah. And that's kind of weird. 
But then there was also there was two there was two brothers who put up field cameras. And it even made or not field you know like trail cameras. Oh, the, yeah, the motion yeah. activated. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They set it up where they thought like the beast might be because one of their dogs had gotten killed there years ago or something dumb. It was it, it, again, it's it's history channel trying to tie shit together that doesn't exist. Right, yeah. But so there's these two brothers that set up a camera, and the camera f- finds a uh, shot of a mountain lion. And that's insane. Right. Because mountain lions have been extinct from the region for like 300 years. Ooh. Which... Kind of crazy. Yeah, and, 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 and almost like what you are saying, too. It's like... Going about... And this is one of the reasons why I don't get all high and mighty about... Well, or try not to get too high and mighty about like Monster Hunter and and, and stuff like that. Is like, in the attempt, even just in the attempt to find this or, or that, like yeah, we still find other things and it's still worthwhile and yeah, it adds to our understanding. It adds to our like uh, knowledge of this world that we're living in, and, and so that's why I don't, I don't necessarily like come down too hard, unless it's like the Bigfoot dudes because they're just <laughs> geez bobo i think that was a bigfoot yeah. <laughs> that that or, i'm okay drawing or, the line or there. two wizards are gonna go hunt the ohio grass man in right. october yeah uh everybody mark your calendars we have to get a posse of at least 800 people um <laughs> we'll have cornhole set up and uh we'll coincided with the game against that team up north and yeah we'll just make a big deal out of it <laughs> all the Jaegerman Schmorschnops you can drink yeah. those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly <laughs> so a big part of the problem with with the uh, trail cam with the with the trail cam pictures is that they even admitted in the document or in the episode uh, that they could not verify that this was there and I guess apparently like Hoaxing mountain lion shots in the on the east coast is a big deal. Oh wow! It's just kind of like this weird dickish thing. That, it, it'd be like you know, like hoaxing uh, like Loch Ness monster picture or something. Okay, I can I can understand because that. it is a thing that like keeps reappearing again and again, but they don't have any substantiated evidence of it. Right. Right. Yeah, I can understand like not wanting to trying to keep a little bit of a tight hold of of, of that. So yeah. But then there was one final part, and it was this guy and his prize pit bull, Ray Ray, had been killed by something. Mm. And he gave the account of it was kind of like, he said it was it looked like a cat, but he didn't get a good look at it. And then when he buried Ray Ray, the pit bull, the poor departed pit bull, it, he also made a big point of like, pit bulls are tough and pit bulls are tough. Like, yeah, they're fucking, they can be, a, they're a super tough dog. Like, and mm. I maintain like. You know, bad dogs aren't born; they're made. But like, right? Yeah, even they are in just tenacious. like natural situations, are yeah, they're they're fucking they're fucking squirrely too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he made the big point about like, well, it was a pit bull; it shouldn't have died in a fight with anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, local police told him was like, well, no, your dog got killed by another dog or something. Well, probably not. But Ooh, so nice. he goes to bury Ray Ray the pit bull, and the next morning, Ray Ray the pit bull is in the same spot where he died. Hmm. And that's just fucking weird. It's it's ooky spooky bullshit. That is, and I that's cannot absolutely yeah. It, it's it's almost dumb, and I I almost want to believe it's worse than that. It's a bunch of 
fucking white guy has just decided to kill this guy's dog. But yeah, because again, it's North Carolina in like a weirdly isolated spot. Like I don't know. Yeah. I wish I could believe in like the goodness of humanity, but I can't. We we we've, we've had enough experiences to, yeah, maintain some skepticism about that. So. Believe the worst in humanity. Right. I don't know, but even if it even if it wasn't like, I can't think of anything that. The only thing that makes me that like I don't remember if I don't know if you remember, but I remember the Halloween challenge last year, mm. and I did that Beast of Bray Road documentary, and the guy talked about he found a dead raccoon on his porch. So he went and threw it like out way behind his like property line, and oh, the next morning yeah. the same dead raccoon was up on the porch. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's a weird thing. It's just a weird tie. But even so, this guy had he I guess Monster Quest paid for like Ray Ray to have a uh, um what do you call that autopsy? Oh okay. So they dug up the body of the dog, and they figured out that the skull had been separated from the ne- it had been dislocated from the neck, mm. which is like insane, like. So, like, the neck snapped out, but we're going back to skull crushing. Yeah. Hmm. And that's where and that's where it ended. They they didn't give us any real conclusion outside of they think it might be a mountain lion. Okay. So that leads up to the question of, Josh, well, what the hell was the Beast of Bladenboro? Because at least in t- 1953, a bunch of dogs died, and then in 2007, a fuckload of goats died. Yeah. And Ray Ray the Pitbull. Yeah, I I, I guess, yeah, I have to kind of bank on it being something like a mountain lion or, um, well, well, and it's also weird, too, that, yeah, in so many of these uh, incidents that the blood is completely or nearly completely drained. Um, Yeah. And that's, yeah, I, I have no idea how to wrap my mind around that. Like, that's... Well, so there is a thing, I guess it's called just blood pooling, and if something dies, blood will blood will pool at the lowest point where the thing is. Right, yeah. So all the blood in the body would, like, whatever the, whatever wherever the lowest point is, all the blood pools there. And I guess blood just goes away real quick. It's a big problem with cattle mutilations, and I talk about they're drained of blood. Well, no, not really. It's flies came and ate blood, but this is in December. Yeah. So you're not going to get, like, blood evaporation. You're not going to get flies eating it. Yeah, that is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I... So the, the, the general description, the general idea is it's either a bear or a panther. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one hunter, S.W. Grant, this is from the 1953 uh, accounts. He reported hearing a cry, and he said it sounded a lot like a panther. Okay. But according to local wildlife experts at this time, panthers did not range. They they can't range that far. But as a side note to this, I looked up through this whole thing. I just looked up a bunch of like big cat calls, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it's real weird. Like panthers are cute as shit because they'll scream. But like I was watching video of I think I don't know if it was in heat or what, but it was just kind of like, hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> it was like it was fucking precious, but like, um, bobcats are real rough. They just kind of like scream. Foxes, holy shit, foxes yeah. are terrible, Josh. Yeah, like yeah. I know that was the meme. Like, what does the fox say? But you, you don't want to know. He'll, it'll, he'll freak you out. It's fucking rough. Yeah, it's obnoxious. Like, um, 
And then, like, mountain lions are terrifying. Nothing quite sounds like a mountain lion. True. Yeah, those are... I, I've, um, I have luckily not heard it myself. Um, you know, the handful of times going out camping there in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, again, either other TV shows or, like, YouTube or something. Like, no, they are truly terrifying. So the Monster Quest um, episode... The, the woman who lost the 60 goats, she also reported hearing cries from the thing. So the guy who was investigating, he just pulled a bunch of, like, wild animal mm-hmm. sounds, and she identified mountain lion. Well, she had, Okay, so she identified a tiger, but she said it sounded higher pitched, and for whatever reason, the guy didn't have a mountain lion call. Whatever. Huh. You, fuck, you fucked up. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> but then he, like, brought back, like, a, a pitched up mountain lion, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's totally it. Um... There was another hunter, or, or so, uh, C.E. Kinlaw, the woman who got charged by the beast. Mm-hmm. She said it looked like a mountain lion, and it had a really big, long, fluffy tail. And again, a red flag against the bobcat. Right. Because it's a yeah. bobcat. They call it a bobcat because it doesn't have yeah, a tail. Yeah, it doesn't have a tail, exactly. Yeah, I... <laughs> hmm, hmm. Well, and, and, and I'm just thinking, too, like, that so many of these, uh, yeah, like, animals died having their, like, jaws torn off or or around the base of their neck like that's from my understanding that is how big cats kill is they do they just they they just chomp maybe give you a good shake or two till you stay down um and so yeah like that that also seems to be a piece of evidence that points to something yeah like a like a mountain lion or but then again like yeah to, to to lay waste to 60 goats that like that must have been some, some hella catnip or something that it's <laughs> some hella catnip. Uh, one of the theories is that it was like a dog, but uh, mostly because uh, the footprints they found had the claw impressions. Oh right, yeah. And if you know your cats, every cat except for cheetahs have uh, retracted tr- claws, so you only see the like pad prints, not the claw prints. That's right. Yeah, you yeah you mentioned that that was going to be important later, so. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Look at me coming back to it. <laughs> I also want to side note and say, as long as I'm talking about um, cries and stuff, I watched this video and there was a bunch of people cheering this lion roaring and it depressed the fuck out of me. Cause like Aww. a lion's roar shouldn't be a thing you t- think is fun and delight in. It's the goddamn king of the beast. Yeah. You know, like it should strike fear into your heart. And I just hear this little kid in the background going, roar, roar. And it's like, Fuck you. This thing would eat you. Yeah. It wouldn't even eat you. It would eat your mom and dad in front of you, but not you because you're too small to eat. It just it bummed yeah, me out. Yeah, it wouldn't be worth Yeah. Why don't you I, I got really angry at zoos, like, as I was doing all this research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Wanna, let's see how, like, jovial and fun it is uh, when you're in the pen there with them. Or, yeah, I know, I, yeah, I, I have a weird perspective on zoos and stuff like that because because truly they they can and do uh inspire a lot of people and they're educational and you like yeah like i've 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 been to a number of zoos in my life and and it's great uh but but then like it is it's sort of like okay you're asking well and not even asking you're telling these specific animals okay this is this is going to be your lot in life and you don't really have a say. Um, we can't communicate with this, this with you. We can't like exchange, you know, some sort of like contract, like, no, you're just going to be in the zoo now. And, uh, and not 
run wild and free on the plains of the savannah um but then again they're not getting like parasites in their eyeballs and stuff i i, I don't know it's yeah it's a mixed blessing i don't know it is. i i feel kind of but then i kind of it was weird as i was like watching these these videos i realized they're cats are cats like cats are cats across the board mm-hmm. so like you just see this like there's a tiger and it was like roar meowing if that makes sense because tigers can't meow but they can like make the gutter guttural sounds Mm -hmm. and it was just like it was the same sound that my cat makes because when it's hungry like i know that sound every time i call my mom i hear meatball like wake up and hey hey it's time for food 23 year old maine coon cat still hungry every fucking time yeah (laughs) but so i i don't know it's it's weird it's just everything is everything yeah and, and yeah, yeah. So 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 at at any rate, yeah. I, I guess yeah. The only thing, really, like the, what 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 makes the most sense to me is yeah. This was some kind of some kind of mountain lion or mountain cat or something that even if it's rare and there's not a lot of sightings of it, um, yeah. Maybe just ventured into town over kind of like a concentrated period. And then, yeah. yeah, fifty years go by, something like that, and then it, then, then something happens again. Something Never minding that, the, like the general lifespan of a mountain lion is all of like twenty-two years. Well, no, I'm not suggesting that it was the same one. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out. I'm just. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. just pointing out. Yeah, but um, but but yeah. Well, so there's one. There's one more thought though. Before you draw your final conclusion, I okay. I don't want you to draw it without having all the facts because that ain't what two wizards do. Right. Right. We get some of the facts, and then we draw our conclusions. Yeah, and then I manipulate him, and you guys don't know any difference, because are you guys going to look it up? No, fuck you, you're not. No. Fuck you, you'll listen to it two wizards. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another thought to consider, or another point to consider, another theory to consider. Mm-hmm. Remember how I said this was like a weird Jaws movie? Oh, right, yeah. Well, so, on the opposite side of it, um, it is a weird Jaws movie, and that remember stories of like the hodag, or the fur-bearing trout stuff that was drawn up to just draw tourism to the area. Mm-hmm. Well, remember over the course of three days, eighteen hundred different people uh, came into this little town. Dun dun dun. Bum bum bum. My theory, or not my theory, but a, a theory that I do have that others have, as I have researched this event is that it was just a hoax perpetuated by the mayor. He also owned the local theater, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so already, you got this cat, fucking Woodrow Fussell, who's already a goddamn itinerant. I gotta assume he's the, he's the like, chief showman. Yeah. The best that Bladenborough can have. He owns the fucking theater, Josh. Like, <laughs> he knows how to spin a yarn. He knows yeah. how to get people going. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that best? Well, by fucking weird shit. Dogs die on farms all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter or they're not dead it doesn't matter you get the you get foray into it and you say hey we're gonna do this and we're gonna raise publicity for this town because in three days at least 2400 new people came to this town right and you can't tell me that this didn't just drive the shit out of the economy even now the boost the borough community booster program that holds an annual beast feast in bladenborough and it's just a fundraising community now so this thing Hmm. That may or may not have killed and exsanguinated and murdered 
what, 14 dogs and then Ray Ray the pit bull and yeah. then something like 70, we'll call it 80 goats for posterity's sake. Well, now it's just a fun meme and we do it for the lulls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, further driving a coffin into the man, or a nail into the coffin of Mister of the right mayor, his honor, Fussell, uh, in a 1956 interview during the showing of the film, The Big Cat from 1949, which is about a rogue mountain lion driven to hunt a local uh. farm due to a drought threatening its uh, prey uptake, whatever, its prey population. He said in the he said in an interview at the thing, I don't know why they're interviewing the mayor at a movie screening, but it doesn't matter. All right. A movie screening that's like also eight years old, it does it's fine, whatever, who cares? <laughs> He said that he always thought it was a hoax all along, but he was the one that brought it to the attention of the papers. Oh, of course, yeah. So, again, the... Man, the, this the dude really the is theater, like a Jaws mayor. Jesus. He really fucking it. But it's like in the way that the Jaws mayor kept saying, no, no, Amity is safe. We're fine here. And then the shark kept popping up. He's like, oh, no, it's terrible. Everybody, help. <laughs> and he just did the same thing, just different, but in reverse. Yeah. But... Yeah, and so my final thought on it is that it was a fucking mountain lion. Mm. It fits the description. It fits Kinlaw's description especially. Like, an actual human that saw the thing said it had a big, long, bushy tail. Not unlike a mountain lion. Mm -hmm. Mountain lions are known to range over 200 miles just in their, like, whatever territory you have. Yeah. Yeah. People who heard the beast's cry said it was most like a mountain lion or a cougar or, this is a fun new word I learned, a catamount, which is also a mountain lion. Oh. Apparently, it's only a mountain lion west of the Mississippi. Oh, actually, you know what? I think I've heard something like that. So they, they um, keep this idea with the sightings. But then a final point to this, and, and this is what really blew my head apart. Not blew my head apart, but whatever. Mm. In 2011, a mountain lion was killed. So a mountain lion was killed in Connecticut. And the DNA from the lion, because I guess they're unique or whatever, was found to be from South Dakota. Oh, wow. This thing traveled an insane amount of, uh, an insane distance. And according to a couple articles I read, and it was weird. Some of them said it was just like ranging because it was being weird. And others said it was trying to find a mate. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they, they shot it in Connecticut. And they everybody kept making a point to say like, this is only 60 miles from New York City. And then all I could think is, like, God, I want to watch that movie, fucking Mountain Lion in the Big City. That would City. be, yeah. I mean, what's what's the sci-fi channel up to these these days, really? Like, what are they, like, come on. Like, we can... I bet we can Roger Corman as a Mountain Lion in the Big City movie. Hell, yeah. Look, if, if, if Babe the Pig... <laughs> like, it took him a sequel to go... To go to the city, we're, we're we're leading off with this. We're leading off with the premise of we're getting there in the beginning. Yeah. We're already in the fucking city. We are not bearing the lead. He's there. He's going to cause some mayhem. It's going to be great. Help us help. I also you. kind of wonder why, like, there's not more of those. And I, I don't know. There should be more. Like, I don't know. Predator Two comes to mind, but yeah, mm -hmm. there should be more of those movies. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter. I also want to point out, and this is my official stance on this. After spending probably more time than I should have researching this. There's no goddamn way it was a bobcat. Yeah. No, never, not even fucking once. Yeah, we can rule that out. We, we, we should be able to rule that out. Like... I also definitely. watched a bunch of bobcat kill videos. Mm. And bobcats... And this is where it does get a little bit weird. Remember, Ray Ray the Pitbull's neck was separated at the joint 
in the, the base of the skull mm-hmm. or whatever, that connection. Um, bobcats will go for the back of the neck and they'll try and sever the brainstem, especially on big shit. I watched a couple videos of bobcats like just taking out like almost full grown deer, and they always run up from behind and they jump on the back and the first thing they do is like try and bite through the spinal cord. Wow. Oof. Because they're not big enough. But it's weird yeah. to me too. Like I gotta give it up to the bobcat for being so fucking tenacious that they're just like, ha ha, fuck you, dear. Yeah, you're three times my size, bitch. And like they just get after it. Like yeah, they know they know the tale of the tape, and they can't you know go go in there like and just out outslug the the elk or whatever. So yeah, they, they got to be tactical, kind of dart in and out, and then just hope for that one shot. So yeah. Yeah. Only got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. Beast of Bladenborough comes once in a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. His soul's escaping through the hole that is gaping in his leg, stuck in the farmer's leg trap yeah. that is gaping. Okay. Escaping him as Monster Quest does the taping. The taping of the mountain lion, two black brothers. Ray Ray the Pitbull, God own, doesn't matter. I'm sorry, I'm done. No, Fuck no, it, it's great. not Bobcats. There's also a chance. There's also just the slightest fucking chance that this thing might be um, something called an alien big cat, Whoa. which is a cat, which is a big cat that is not native to the region that has escaped. So think like lions from a circus, tigers from a circus, panthers from a circus. There are sightings of them up there. There was a, I want to say it was 1990. There was a, a rogue tiger in the region and I, I guess they shot it. It's, it's insane. Yeah. There's big cats fucking... There, it, there's non-native big cats. There's African big cats that live in America. Well, and, and honestly, when we were... Um, you know, when, when we were kind of talking about the zoos there for, for a minute, that was, that was even a thought I kind of had. Like, well, I wonder if this thing, whatever it is, yeah, could have been something like that. Could have been a, a tiger that broke out or, or something. And... Uh, or... or traveling circus or something like that they they get they get broken down on a on the railway and cart smashes up and oh no we lost a uh, uh, panther or something from uh that that knows how to juggle <laughs> so they, but but the juggling beast of blade <laughs> just fantastic it murdered my dog but god damn it it could juggle machetes honk <laughs> honk but to, As the horn, yeah. But well, and and then because or or on the other hand too, like I I know there's a bit like that's that's one of the reasons why um, uh, Tiger King blew up is there's also mm-hmm. just rich assholes who don't think about the consequences of their actions and they go out and buy yeah like a like a cheetah or something just to for, for the status and the prestige and then they realize oh this actually takes work and. It's actually this yeah. this this wild beast that I've purchased actually is ill suited to living in Orlando, Florida. Uh, just just will will someone rid me of this pest of of this pesky <laughs> Bengal tiger? Um, well, I'm sure you've seen that fucking picture on Reddit. It's pretty famous, like the tiger in the Bronx. Yeah, and right. it's the SWAT guy rappelling down the building, and there's a fucking like. Full-grown tiger slashing at him at the window. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, and, like, and it was just some fucking drug dealer that had a tiger right. in New York in his fucking apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and and uh, um, yeah. And if you're uh, Mrs. McGillicuddy, just 
going into town to pick up your pint of milk and loaf of bread and you see a tiger jump out of nowhere you're not you're not going to be able to immediately recognize oh yes that's a that's a bengal tiger from the western part of india no you're just going to freak the shit out and kind of get poo but nor should you be able to it's a thing that is completely separate like you shouldn't be able to identify a fucking lion's roar like oh that sounds like a lion my stars, I better get indoors. Right, like, yeah, yeah. So, so man, ah, I don't know. But, but now that we've but so yeah, about, where do you fall? What do you think that it is? I'm, I'm still of the mind that it's that it's a mountain lion, or, uh, yeah, some. It, I, I think it's some native species that doesn't go near civilization much. Um. And then yeah, just like freaked out a bunch of people in the fifties, and then some some weird freak incident happened again um, in the late two thousands. That yeah. it just it just went on a rampage or something, and and, and got the blood. I just I don't get that. I don't yeah, get the that, like bloodlust thing. Weird. Like it. But I mean, like this, there was like the they. It was weird because they talked about how there was like blood all over the scene with the goats, but when they showed the picture of all the dead goats, like. It's that their their throats have been ripped out and like it just looked like they were kind of wet, like they'd been like gently sucked on. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I guess like, and maybe Monster Quest like censors carnage, but yeah, that that could be. I don't know. I I don't know. It's what? I'm gonna say mountain lion. That's where I fall on the Beast of Bladenboro. Like yeah, it's not a vampire. Like <sighs> big things don't drink blood. That's not how they get around. It's not how they right. do shit. Yeah. Yeah, but but I also but, agree that we can, we can we we can almost assuredly rule out bobcat or lynx. Um, I also think that we can rule out uh, bone vampire because clearly they still had other bones in there. So <laughs> we didn't have to worry about Mister Peppy. Is that it, Mister Peppy? Mister Peppy, uh, bone vampire. <laughs> so. Oh, hi. <laughs> I'll have a small whiskey. It's a fish tank. It's a, it's a literal fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but also, but, yeah. but also, I like. Um, I also really like this idea of uh, vampire beast in the city because we also, just like you were talking about, we we have we have a base based on a true story of tigers getting loose in major urban areas and um yeah so, so so let's see here let's let's maybe like talk out this this screenplay so uh opens in Bladenboro. uh one of the farmers sees that yeah like a bunch of his dogs are dead and he sees the like shadow run off into the woods right um and then he like takes a takes a puff on his corncob pipe, and flash forward fifty some years. That same farmer is now a grandpa, and his grandson or granddaughter um, is going to going to the big city, going to NYU. Oh, so you're like Jason takes Manhattaning this? What? Well, well, he's like. Okay, I'm in. I'm yeah, in. Yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. And like, and like a, a grand grandchild uh, is gonna go to the go to university in in the big city and and study 
to be a veterinarian uh, to help out Granddad save the farm because the farm's falling on hard times and uh, just once they get this advanced degree, they'll come back and they'll come back to Bladenboro and save the farm. There's some weird like, oh no, don't don't tell people too much about what happened here 50 years ago. Uh, I was in that posse of 800 men and I'd seen some things I wasn't supposed to see. I, I don't know. Grandchild's like, I love you, Grandpa, but I'll come back and save the farm. And so they go to the big city. And uh, as they're going to going to school, uh, strange, strange rumors and, and whispers of stories about... Um, like so okay okay so raccoons okay. drained so of grandpa their blood. killed so okay this is the daughter of luther uh whatever the fuck his name was the guy that trapped it yeah right yeah. this is his great granddaughter we're gonna say this would put her like 18 right now i think if i'm doing my math right i bet i'm not but whatever it doesn't matter um so he shot and killed the bobcat then just like bleached the skull she's kind of weird and into wicked and she is going off to college and she's just dumb enough to be 18 and go, ah, it'll be cool to have a bad cat skull in my bedroom. But little <laughs> does she know that that's the skull of the, like, great, 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 or whatever, how many generations of Vampire Beast of Bladenboro gotcha. cat that is now attempting to reclaim the skull reclaim of its skull. lost progenitor because they're all about the skull and the brain or something. Yeah, trippy. yeah. yeah. Like, and and then it starts hunting her friends. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're in Columbia... And there's like a scene at like there it's Christmas time and they're at Rockefeller Center and they're like skating and oh my god, Brad, I love you so much. Oh, I love you too, daughter who I don't think we gave a name to yet. Yeah. I this is the perfect moment. Oh, I chipped, I have to redo my skate. Sure, babe, I'll do another lap. And as he's doing the lap, like the beast like jumps down. Yeah, just like a blur like, comes along. Spr- like yeah, like whoop just up onto a, si- a skyscraper. Brad, where's Brad? I'm Brad, where are you? It's not funny, Brad. And then like she sees the blood stain on the ice. Yeah. Oh my god, it's Brad! It's Brad's blood. And his yeah. body drops down from from the from the skyscraper. And like does like kind of a weird Almost like kind of gushy splat, but not really because it's been drained of blood. Because it's, it's been drained of fucking blood. And uh, and then yeah, and then um, okay, and so and so she has to use her her degree and her the 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 mean professor who's the head of the department is the is the like doubting like oh no god come on it, it's you're in you're in New York City not enough of this backwater. Uh, but his grandfather bumpkin. was from Connecticut where they shot that fucking mountain lion. Yeah. So at least he knows what the hell is up. That's he right. knows that big cats can get long in their ranges. Yeah. That's right. And, 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 and yeah, Even, I mean, maybe that's too. Maybe, yeah. he, maybe there's like a family secret he's trying to like keep hidden. And so he's so he's dismissing. So he's d- dismissing the, the granddaughter. And then um, does grandpa come to the city or does she go back? Maybe grandpa comes to the city. Uh, Grandpa just... dies. Oh, okay. So, Grandpa okay, dies. so the event with Brad is so traumatic, it puts her in a semi-catatonic state because, quite frankly, this bitch is a Zoomer and she can't handle anything. <laughs> she would have she never made it back in Nam there, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, like, in a weird, like, out-of-body experience state for a couple days. Meanwhile, Grandpa dies of a sudden stroke, heart attack, whatever you want, just real quick and sudden. Mm, okay. But among his possessions was found a journal that he left to his granddaughter. Mm. And that's where she reveals, or that's where she learns the secrets of like hunting the vampire beast of Bladenboro because her grandfather 
His brother? No, it's stupid. Well, somebody, I don't know. He was somebody, but he devoted time to hunting the beast. Okay. I was going to go... You know what I mean? Like... I, I, in, in my mind, I, I was going to go like a different... Like, so so maybe like Grandpa comes to the city. Um, well, I don't know if that makes... But, but anyway, so he, he comes and he's just like fucking tricked out. Just like drives his old beat up farm truck and it's just loaded with guns and ammo and, and all this stuff. <laughs> There's no way he was getting that through TSA, so so he had to make the long drive up. And so he says, like, granddaughter, there's something I need to tell you. That that uh, that's a beast, that uh, be the vampire beast that everyone's talking about. That was that was your grandmother. That was my wife, and she's a shapeshifter. She's part human, part vampire beast. And so his his, and, his and wife could, was the snoffus. Yeah. So 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 his wife the, was the shape changing deer. Yeah. And they met each other in the woods and loved each other very much. And she could kind of control her transforming, um, and had and had some kids. But uh, over time, she was losing her ability to maintain human form, and she would, you know, come back in the middle of the night, and her face would be all bloodied. And so that shot at the very beginning. Uh, of of the beast killing the dog that that's the last time that he saw the grandmother um mm. and so maybe she's gone on and had like litters maybe she's had like litters of her own so it's like this is your this is your cousin you're like hunting your cousin this is your this is one of your cousins that's attracted to the skull or something i don't know okay. um I, I don't know and see no but that's cool because then that's where we take the weird fucking like uh, shape of the water fucking turn mm-hmm. and she just ends up fucking the weird vampire dog cat beast yeah and then she and it doesn't matter because they're already cousins they're from the south who the fuck cares yeah <laughs> grandpa and granddaughter they go through they they, they hunt the beast um a uh, little bit of that denouement action going on and then right before the credits there's the girl entering her second second year at columbia and uh Say and, and new new student and, and probably like a best friend also student. So he's like, oh yeah, have you seen yeah. Professor uh, McHardass? Uh, I was like, oh, I thought he was uh, taking a sabbatical this year. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I'll 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 see you around. Okay, see ya. And then the camera like pans to her closet in her dorm. And there's just like a pool of blood leaking out, and she kind of like wipes her chin because 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 now she's now she's transforming into the. Like the newest generation of vampire beast. Oh, so you want to do like ginger snaps? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a whole okay. like okay, I'm okay. Weird family curse, and they kind of know about it. Kind of realize that they themselves are a deep one in Dagon. So, <laughs> vampire fish beast Dagon of Blade Burrow. <laughs> yeah. So no, god damn it. See, okay, if. If one of you listening out there, if you're like, if you're Who's like, who's ending? A, do you like better, my violent or Josh's like peaceful? Who do you like? Yeah, well, or, or or just like if you're like a if you're a creative type, if you do like web comics, if you're an illustrator, if you do like stop motion, I just you know pick up our ideas and, and make this happen. And yeah, we contact, and, reach out. Like I got so many ideas that I wish I could hollow phone her out, but. Yeah, I can't because right. holophoners aren't a thing. <laughs> exactly, and so, and so uh, if if 
if you have a, an idea, maybe you have hypothesis for what the Vampire Beast of Bladenborough is. Tell us. We entertain all, all ideas. And then we'll judge them on the merits of their case. And not just out and out dismiss them because the History Channel has degraded so much. <laughs> it's when did history stop being a thing. Yeah. It's like... Keep an eye out on your dogs. Make sure your goats are safe. And, and let us know your thoughts. You can find us on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. You can send us an email at twowizardspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at plaidbarbarian. And you can find Mark on Twitter at markystardust. And, uh, or, you know, tell us your Bloody Mary recipe. If I, if I was crazy yeah. for putting a, a slice of pizza in mine, do you put an entire skewer of barbecue shrimp? What do you do? Did, did you finish the slice? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. That was that was the first thing that I did. Cause I, oh, nice. Yeah, okay. the bottom sort of uh, triangle there, it was, it was practically dissolved. So I had to just nom that whole thing down. Just steadily doing work on all these delicious um, olives at the... Oh, and, and actually I forgot about this too. So not only did I uh, put some olives in, in there... Uh, but we had some sun-dried tomato, and uh, put a put a couple of those. Holy bad shit! Boys. You went all out. I I I, I kind of did. I didn't anticipate that I was going to, um, but no, I I went a little crazy. Went a little crazy. But uh, and you made a discovery that uh, yeah, imperial IPA and tomato juice is actually not, not too shabby. It's it's weirdly all right. I I don't know how to feel about anything right now. <laughs> we can uh. Vampire cats are real, and tomato juice and IPA are fantastic. Yeah. Tomatoes are fruits, though. It's fine. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can make a pizza IPA. We'll make an <laughs> I pizza A. No. Yeah. After like this first like little four-handed home brewing, we'll, we'll make a pizza IPA. Yeah. We we can uh, shortly buy a ham and pineapple pizza. <laughs> yeah. Not with our not with our current homebrew batches because those are already um. Uh, 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 accounted for uh, but in the future we'll have to make another beer with tomato in it and we'll call it tomaco and oh. <laughs> I'll leave that to you, you that's, that's on you you figure it out you let me know when it's ready I'll fly up to Columbus and we'll fucking do it okay alright yeah uh, worst homebrew ever <laughs> or it's great or I don't know great. I who knows? Red beers kick ass. I don't know. Yeah, it's this is true. This is true. I'll, and I'll, I feel real healthy after drinking them. Yeah, oh, that, that's the other thing too. I'm uh, uh, like I, I know back when we were on our um, hard seltzer episode, we were in this weird buzz, but also super hydrated. Yeah, I, I'm like buzzed, but also uh, felt like I just ate a salad. That I want to go for a run. Yes, yeah, go for a run. <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for joining along. Um, always a pleasure yeah. to have you. And um, yeah, I guess until next time, take care. Yeah, take care. Tell your friends, huh? Yeah. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all. Ah!